Have you ever found yourself when it comes to managing your life and your budget, you found those two things at odds? If so, you aren't alone. Maybe you've been trying to live your life, doing all the things in terms of your finances, going towards those financial goals, but it just doesn't feel balanced. You can't find the balance and you just feel like giving up, like te rendiste. It's either one thing or the other. What if I were to tell you that you can find a balance? I know. You're probably thinking it doesn't exist. Well, today I'm going to give you my take and how you can find that balance. So with some practical tips. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. It's been such an exciting past few weeks doing this series, and I've really enjoyed it. And what we've talked about in this four-part series, we started off in part one on focusing on what you can control. Then we moved into the importance of making more money. And then we talked about, of course, the importance of savings, but not only that, but how you want to make sure that you strategize your savings so it multiplies in terms of investing and high yield savings and all that good stuff. And today for the final part of this four-part series, we're going to be talking about living your life and not necessarily what it means to live your life because this is a financial, this is a, a podcast talking about personal finances. So of course, I want you to take actions to improve your financial well-being. But sometimes when we are really into the podcast or the books, we get so into making sure that we do all the things right that we forget to live our lives. So it's really about striking up a balance. And I'm going to talk about that because you're probably thinking balance doesn't exist. And I've been there too. So I thought that once, but I'm going to tell you why it can exist for you in a moment. So today I'm going to share with you why you don't want to forget or why you don't want to ignore in terms of living your life. You really, we're only here for a bit of time. We're not here forever. And why, of course, I don't want you to ignore your financial part. That's not what this episode is about. It's really about, it's for if you have been focused so much on the finances that you're forgetting to enjoy life, forgetting to live life, I'm going to be talking about how you can live your life. And I'm going to give you some practical tips to really make sure you are living your life while you are achieving, while you're working towards those financial goals. Now, let me tell you why I wanted to do this episode. For a while, and this was years ago, I was one of those people that dove head in in terms of finances. I read a bunch of books and I was determined to get everything together. I was determined to invest. I was determined to be the best saver. I was wanting to do that all. Here's the thing. 
by personality, I'm this perfectionist. So if they, so it was literally all, when I did things, it was either all or nothing. <laughs> so it was the extremes, all or nothing. And I'm going to talk about extremes a little later. And so what would happen is I became, because again, I wanted to be really in a good position financially, I became frugal. I was already frugal to a point because that was my upbringing, living in Colombia, living in uh, in a time where t finances were tough. So frugality was already instilled in me. Don't throw away, you know. Don't th make sure you eat everything that you're that you're is put on your plate because there's people that don't have food, all that good stuff, right? So. I became, I think, more frugal. And because I was so on top of the finances, I didn't want to waste any, any money, I, all that. So again, I became this extra frugal person, which I became, I don't want to say miserable, miserable, but it was not a fun time mentally because I, became, I met my husband we got married and he has a different personality. <laughs> He's more, I'm the saver. He's the spender. And he has a different outlook in terms of life, in terms of finances than I did. And so when I would see him buying things that I didn't think he should buy because they weren't necessities, they were wants, I had a hard time with that. And that didn't, that didn't feel good. It took me a while to get over that, right? It took me a while. Unfortunately, he balanced me out. I share that because sometimes we go all in and there's nothing wrong with going all in when you're trying to achieve things, but you have to be careful that you just don't do things in an extreme way and that you strike a balance. And I know you've probably working all your life to strike a balance and you haven't found it. It's been hard to find. And so a lot of people are, are like you. And I was like that too, where I felt like there's no such thing as balance. It's impossible to achieve balance. Um, but it is is possible. I'm going to tell you why. So of course, today, what we're talking about is focusing on living life. Of course, this podcast, as I mentioned, is about personal finances, but you really can't achieve all you want to achieve with your finances if you don't feel fulfilled, if you don't feel happy. And when you feel happy and you feel fulfilled, you're living life, right? You want to live life to be able to be, make sure you are happy, you, that you feel, you feel fulfilled. And of course, I'm also here to say, I'm not trying to tell you to ignore your financial responsibilities. I'm not trying to tell you to you get in debt. I'm not telling you to do those things I'm just, or, or ignore what you're trying to do to better your financial wellness or your better your financial health. What I'm saying is that we want to strike some sort of balance of our financial responsibilities and our what we're trying to do financially to improve our financial life with living life and enjoying life and and really just really how do we strike this balance because for a while I was like that's impossible balance is a myth but is it so if you look up the balance the word balance according to the uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary is just to bring into harmony or proportion. So when you think about balance, I think it's subjective. It's a subjective thing. So what feels balanced to you may not feel balanced 
to me. For example, and this is not necessarily a financial example, but going to the gym five times a week is a balance for me. But for you, that might feel unbalanced and maybe not reachable because of your schedule or what's going on, right? Uh, with finances, maybe cutting out, uh, eating out may feel balanced for you. But for me, that feels unbalanced because it's I want to be able to go with my family or my husband and, and eat out and have an experience eating out at some nice restaurant, right? So I think balance in my point of view, is subjective. So since it is subjective, you can define your own what balance is for you. So again, what balance is for you may not be balanced for me and vice versa. So that's why I think we can achieve some sort of balance. But what that looks like is going to be different for, uh, for me than from you and vice versa. Okay, so I want to, I wanted to lay that out there, because some people think it's a myth. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's impossible. Well, if it was the same definition of balance for everyone, yeah, it's going to be impossible because everybody sees life and wants to do life a little different. But if you work to toward balance and your what feels balanced, not what society defines balance or someone else, but what feels balanced to you, then you can work towards achieving balance. All right. Now, the other thing with balance and balance may, the feeling of being feeling balanced may change from season, one season in your life to another, right? When you start having kids, what felt about, you know, what felt balanced before kids is going to feel unbalanced uh, now, right? So you have to kind of be able to be, you have to be flexible and be able to shift with these things. All right. Uh, so it's really a gut check when it comes to balance. Again, it is subjective and you get to decide what feels balanced, right? So it's not the same, it's not going to look the same for everyone. So what can you do to have this balance? So living life and be able to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve. Number one, you need to, you need to work on avoiding uh, extremes. And what do I mean by avoiding extremes? What I mean is cutting out, let's say cutting out all eating out, for example, could be could be an extreme. When I'm talking about avoiding extremes, you want to take actions that are sustainable. It's like going on a diet. If you go on a diet and you decide I'm not going to do, I'm going to cut out all sugars, I'm going to do no breads, no cookies, no sweets, none of, or no processed foods, you're cutting out a whole bunch of stuff. And then when you stop the quote unquote diet, you may revert to those things or all of those things and gain the weight back. That's you, you see a lot of that happening because <laughs> you see all the time people are trying to lose weight, they lose weight, they uh, like gain it back and, and so forth. So with finances, the same thing, you want to take actions, implement behaviors, or you want to create habits that are sustainable that are just don't go to the extremes because with the extremes, it's not sustainable. So that may be cutting out a bunch of expenses or not eating out or not um, maybe treating yourself for X, Y, and Z uh, when it's not sustainable. And again, maybe those things make you happy. So how can you do balance a little bit of both? And what that what does that balance look for you? The other thing that I'm looking here at my notes, the other things uh, that I wanted to mention is 
there are those no spend challenges that are temporary, that are really short, or maybe maybe they're 30 days, maybe they're, I don't know. It's typically, I think, 30 days, depending on the no spend challenges. Those can be okay because you know it is temporary and there's like a set day and they can be, but then you just have to be aware that if you do a 30-day no spend challenge on eating out, let's say, then maybe the next month you're eating out more than you expected because you, you're missing that aspect. So it's not necessarily that it's a bad thing. You just also have to be, especially if you achieve some, a, a goal. So I know it sounds kind of contradictory. I just want you to be aware that when you do these take from go from one extreme to the other if it's not sustainable you may with like with the example of gaining the weight back from when you stopped <laughs> and you start eating sugar again or or eating the breads and stuff the same thing with your finances when you cut out something completely and then you start doing it again you may be overspending more you may not you those the progression towards your financial goals may be slower right? So what is that balance for you? What feels good? And it's always a gut check. So that's number one. Number two, in terms of living your life is focus on doing things that you can enjoy. It may be something just for you. It may be something for your family, with the family and all these things have to cost money. Some may, others may not. For example, we enjoy traveling, so obviously that costs money, but we also like doing other things, uh, game night and things of that sort as a family that don't cost money. Well, after you buy the game, right? <laughs> the game itself may cost money, but afterwards it's that one-time investment, but the time afterwards uh, doesn't cost money. So think about things that you do enjoy and I bring that up. It sounds obvious. Do things that you enjoy and you're thinking, well, of course, but sometimes we don't do those things because we get caught up in life and the busyness of life and making sure that we go to work and then we come back and we pay the bills, we go to bed and we wake up and we do, you know, do the same robotic thing again and again and again. And then we forget to enjoy life sometimes. That's why I say just make sure you work on doing things that you enjoy. If you're not doing, if you're finding yourself in this, in this cycle of just going, getting up, going to work, coming back. If you have kids cooking, uh, putting the kids to bed, going to bed, waking up. If you're finding that and not doing any, anything for you, sit down and think about what are some things that would make sense that you can do to take care of you. I think it's important to do, make sure that you have something that you can do just for you. Of course, you obviously you can do stuff with your partner, with your family, but make sure that some activity, some that there's something that you do for you because as a woman, we, what do we do? We are so good at taking others, taking care of others before taking care of ourselves. To number two, find something that brings you joy and do those things. And if you're finding yourself not doing anything, <laughs> make a list. What are some things that you can do? Some may uh, cost money, some may not. So what is what do, what makes sense that you will do? The last thing on this is I encourage you to do something masaja. And what do I mean masaja? A little more out there. Sometimes we do things that maybe brings a, brings us joy. Like for example, for me, 
going to work out, going to the gym and weight training, that brings me joy. But that's a thing that I've been doing for years and years and years that has become a habit that's become part of the routine. So if you're doing something that brings your joy, that's become part of the routine is just, it might, it would benefit you to try to think of what other things can you do? What is another thing? And granted, think about your, you know, don't overwhelm yourself, <laughs> especially if you're, when you're, you're super busy, but is there something else that you can do? Because that's gonna, that's just gonna spice, spice it up, spice up your life. Because we, again, we get in this routine and it becomes robotic. So what, like, for example, in my case, the gym brings me joy, but it's just kind of a thing that I do now, right? So it's, it takes care of me, absolutely, and my health. But what, else, you know, if, if it becomes part of the routine, what other things can you do? Uh, what is another thing that you can do for yourself to take care of you that brings you joy? And uh, so think about those things. Like for me, one of the things that I'm looking at doing is finding a a hobby. And I'm going back to a hobby that I had before, and that's photography. And so I'm looking into just getting back into it, just taking some classes just for fun. Again, it's not that I'm unhappy, but it's just about bringing fulfillment and happiness and more joy into your life. When you're that, when you feel that fulfilled, where you feel that joy, you can just do so much more with your finances. So I'm hoping that makes sense. Number three is setting money aside for you. It's not selfish. That's part of taking care of yourself. That's part of that word that gets tossed around a lot, self-care. So make sure that you set some money aside for you to do some fun things, whether you like to go to the spa, whether you like to get your nails done, Whatever that may be, maybe you like to go buy yourself a new book, a romance novel, whatever that is, set some money aside for you. It's not selfish. And I'm going to repeat that again. It's not selfish. You do a lot. You deserve it. Just make sure that you plan, you take a look at your finances and that it fits. And if it doesn't fit, how can you make it fit? What can go away? What, you know, can we, you bring in more money and so you can make that fit. All right. Because with this, again, it's not selfish. It's part of self-care, right? Because when you look at self-care versus being selfish, let's look at those definitions. When it comes to being selfish, it's basically uh, according to, according to the dictionary, dictionary Merriam-Webster, it's concerned excessively or exclusively about oneself. So when you're setting aside money for yourself to just have some fun, is that excessively concerned about yourself? I don't think so. I guess, could there be people that do that that could be selfish? Possibly, yeah. But I, I don't think this is you because you are here to learn finances and chances are you've been like me where you setting money aside for you felt selfish, but it's not. It's taking, it's a part of taking care of you. So you can spend on fun things and which leads to fulfillment, to which leads to feeling happy, which leads to bringing joy to your life, which also leads to uh, continuing forward. When you have that fulfilled, you're going to be 
continuing with the actions that you need to do for your finances. So that is the third thing. So we talked about avoiding those extreme things like cutting out, uh, eating out completely or uh, those type of things. Also, we talked about focusing and things that brings you bring you joy. And the third thing we talked about was setting aside money for you. For you, those are some three actions that you can take that helps you live more. Right? It helps you to live more, and it also it really does, and it also allows you to continue to work towards your financial goals because you're striking a balance in your own balance, which again. Your balance is different from mine. Today, my goal with this episode is really to bring to light how balance is subjective, how you can strike a balance, but your own version of balance, what feels balanced to you. And we also talked about three actions that you could take to incorporate to bring this balance so you can live life and also work, continue to work towards your financial goals in a quote unquote balanced way. And that is avoiding those extreme, doing extreme, those extreme actions, like cutting out all eating out all the time. Uh, It's also focusing on things, doing things that bring you joy, that is allowing you to live life and then setting money aside for you because it's not selfish. It's about, it's about taking care of you and and being fulfilled and living life because we're not here forever. So I hope you've found this episode helpful. As always, I'm open to your feedback, to what you thought, what aha moments, what you felt that I left out, what you wanted to hear more about. I'm just a direct message away on Instagram or email. So I look forward to hearing from you. Now, if you need help with that third step, that third tip that I told you in terms of saving that fun money, my digital money planner is perfect for you. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can check it out at jenhemphill.com forward slash planner, and you can use the code REINA, R-E-I-N-A, for 10% off. As for next week, I'm going to be doing a Q&A episode, and I am so looking forward to answering those questions. So stay tuned for that one. That is it. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I know you have tons and tons of podcasts to choose from, but you chose this one. So I appreciate it. You can check out the show notes over at jenhempel.com forward slash 384. Bueno, pues, that is everything. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you had a really a lot of choices to choose from when it comes to podcasts, but you chose this one. So you took some time to hang out with us. You can check out the show notes at jenhemphill.com forward slash 384. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 384. Remember that being the reina starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you. And so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.